we are live inside of my sister's beautiful Porsche. We just got back from the beach where we were doing mm -hmm. some breath work and having these incredible conversations. Yes, and we were just having a conversation about leadership and... Shit, am I in the right place? <laughs> no! Okay, okay. <laughs> Hold on, we just accidentally um, nearly merged off the freeway. And um, what makes a good coach, and we wanted to bring this conversation to you, hence why we joined our businesses, because we are always having high level conversations that we wanna share with you. And this is related to the masterclass that we did last week or this week on self-leadership and that a good coach it's not about your skills it's not about your qualifications it's not even about whether you have a certification in fact a coaching certification means shit if you don't actually embody what it is that you teach and you don't actually believe in yourself and your ability in order to hold that space inside your coaching containers but also behind the scenes Literally, what I was just saying to my sister is that a coaching certification means shit. You can go get another diploma, you can study more, you can know more. Anyone can know and understand information. But that is just one aspect of it, right? When you go to see a doctor or a GP, are you going to trust what they say just because they've studied for years, but they are overweight, they have acne, they have Literally, mental health problems? We don't go to doctors anymore. We only go to them for a blood test. But other than that, we go to people who are actually embodied in their health, who actually know how to release somatic healing. I was just talking to my friend who recently went through a divorce and she was like, oh, I had this really bad UTI. And I'm like, let me guess, you got that UTI when you're going through the divorce? And she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, how do you know? Because UTI means that you have anger towards um, your opposite, someone, of the opposite someone of the opposite sex. And so the problem and the healing with the UTI, you go to a doctor, they give you antibiotics. That's not the solution. Real healing comes from the fact that you need to release the energetic stagnation because you, um, that's being held in your urethra and your bladder, right? And so this is where you actually go to someone who's embodied and hasn't just studied about surface level stuff, but actually embodies, for example, health, or you're going to a mindset coach, or you're a mindset coach. Are you embodying someone who has next level mindset? Are you leading yourself? All of that is so, so integral, and this is what we go into in depth inside of self-leadership. If you have a coaching certification or um, some type of qualification, amazing, but what is your level of self-leadership? That is my question, and that is what differentiates someone who succeeds or not. I've been in so many containers. I have been in so many masterminds. Guys, I've spent over $150,000 on coaching investments, and I have seen a lot. I see what it, what makes people, I see what breaks people. We've done kinesiology, we've studied mind-body medicine, and truly, a lot of the time, only 10% of people in each container are the ones who succeed. Why? Not only did they have the skills, but they believed in themselves not only did they you know were they good at what they um, what they uh, were with their skill but they were embodied in it they actually understood the value that they can bring and they showed that and translated that also through their marketing and their they had the mindset of someone who was already established and the mindset of someone who was already successful they didn't play in imposter syndrome they didn't play in I'm not enough but rather they led themselves first right and this is self-leadership you don't wait for someone else to tell you oh I'm good enough or wait for yourself to get all the testimonials to decide that you 
are the leader in your industry. It all comes down to you. And so many of us are looking for something external to prove to us or to say that we have evidence. So then, yes, I'm a good enough coach. You'll be waiting fucking forever. You need to take self-ownership and say, if I truly want to be a leader, then I can't wait. If you're waiting, you're not a leader. Let that sink in. If you're waiting, you are not a leader. Leaders don't wait. Leaders move first, even when there's no evidence. Oh my goodness, where did she just channel that from? We were literally... The universe. We just begun this conversation. We yeah. had like a couple sentences of messages. And like, I'm like, start a live right now. Start a live. live. But here's the thing, it doesn't matter what your business is. It doesn't matter if you're a mindset coach, a kinesiologist, a doctor, you know, whatever it is. Be... Uh, don't just preach these things. Don't mm -hmm. just teach about it and tell everyone you should do this. Be a living, breathing, walking, shining fucking testimonial for what it is that you preach. That is what creates trust in your audience. That is what makes people want to buy from you. Not just when you preach something because it sounds cool and you've yeah. learned it and that's what someone told you you need to do. Oh, you need to heal your trauma. I'm going to go tell everyone heal your trauma. No. Tell people to heal their trauma because that's what you have done and that is what has changed your life. That makes such a big difference. People can see if you are in true integrity mm -hmm. with what it is that you preach online. That's what leadership is about. Yeah. We need to recognize, guys, you can't get away with anything nowadays. You think that, oh, my business is online and I'm hiding behind a screen. No. Everything is energy. Every person can feel vibration, can feel frequency, especially high-level clients. High-level clients aren't dumb. They're not going to just see someone who's actually fake but um, just is good at marketing, but inside they're not embodied in it. And so you need to recognize people know how you lead yourself behind the scenes even when you don't show them how you lead yourself behind the scenes. That energy is felt because you can't show up online one way and then behind the scenes you're showing up in a completely different way and aren't actually energy leaks. Oh, it's, oh sorry, it's working now. Cleaning up all these energy leaks to make sure there is full congruency so everything is aligned in what you preach, what you talk about, um, what you embody, so that you can be the ultimate coach. And so I really recommend, honestly, everyone who is a light worker, healer, practitioner, coach, should be doing and practicing the self-leadership. Get inside of our masterclass so you can receive this valuable information and know how to implement it. And really, we teach you how to do a whole order. It's not just like, this is what self-leadership is, but we teach you how to actually look at every different like area of your life and we give you examples in which this is not leading and this is this is what an energy leak looks like and I got a message from someone yesterday who watched it and said oh my goodness like the homework and the practical tools and techniques that you gave is so helpful to actually implement that so I need to get in the next line um, so yes join that DM us or it's also in um, my highlights and they can buy all of that and if there's any questions, drop them. Yes, if you guys have any questions Make sure about see if there's any self leadership, then pop them below. I'm just looking through now. Hello, welcome everyone. Oh my goodness, it's only 11:30. We've already done so I know. much. Today. I woke up at six. And I'm like feeling so good like achieve so much and this is another example of the way that you lead yourself yes. every single thing is important are you waking up late i have something to say about this though you don't have to wake up 
early to be a leader, but are you honoring yourself and waking up early mm-hmm. because it feels good or are you sleeping in because it feels good or are you sleeping in because you're actually avoiding something and yeah. because you're trying to be lazy? Mm-hmm. There's a difference. And this is what we talk about in self-leadership of it's not actually what you do, it's the where is this coming from? So, for example, my friend today that I met up with, she wakes up at 4 a.m. every day, and that is her style of self-leadership, of that's what makes her feel, your air conditioning here, um, <laughs> what makes her feel in her power. For me, if I woke up at 4 a.m. every day, yes, my brain might perceive that as leaders wake up at 4, but my body would not be able to handle that. And so for me, self-leadership is letting myself sleep in and wake up around 7 a.m., Right, that's my like sleep, not sleep in, but sleep until I wake up. I don't set an alarm. So it's like really understanding and looking at everything from a place of why am I taking this action? Why am I doing this? Is it coming from leaky victimhood energy, avoidance energy, or is it coming from personal power and intentionality? This is why you can't just follow people who say, yeah, you need to wake up early, you need to eat this way, and you need to do all this. No, we're all different. We're human beings, especially as women. We are cyclical beings. We can't follow a strict structure and we can't have that rigidity in our lives and so it's being able to be malleable and actually look at well is this serving me in my high school and we do that in self-leadership to actually understand well why am I doing this and discerning that so that anything that isn't of our highest good we can shift into that through changing our identity and how we perceive ourselves exactly our self-leadership market we are telling you what you need to do in order to become a leader. We help you identify, oh, what is going on? Okay, oh, just got this. <laughs> I have like, and that's my example of self-leadership. I have like so many um, notifications and like bars on my Instagram because I know if I don't, I will literally scroll and like get lost in the Instagram hole and for hours. And that's the thing. A leader is not someone who is perfect. They're not no. someone that knows it all and has healed every single trauma and fear they have. Mm. A true leader is someone that knows and understands themselves and is willing to actually see their flaws and then lead yes. themselves through those. That's what leadership is. And that is what has really differentiated mm. between the people that we have studied with, the people that, um, in fact, in our class who knew all the information. They knew everything about kinesiology. They would pass every single um, exam. But at the end of the day, they lacked self-leadership. And because they lacked that self-leadership piece, they were not able to transcend the issues that were keeping them stuck. So at the end of the day, you can see that, oh my gosh, we're stuck in the middle of the traffic in the city. You can see that a qualification, a diploma, any sort of thing that you're learning is great. Whoa. I have no idea. Oh my goodness. That is horrifying. It was not me. (laughs) Regulated nervous systems on the road, guys. Let's not let your rage out. Do some trauma healing. (laughs) Um, The information is one thing, but without self-leadership, it it doesn't take you anywhere, right? It doesn't take you anywhere. So that's what's really important to note and something that you can do right now within your own life is if you have your own business and you're preaching things online, 
do a quick audit. Go through your Instagram account. Do you actually embody and integrate every single thing that you share? Mm. And I mean everything. Like yeah. you might look at it and be like, yeah, of course I do. No, but everything. Like when you go online and you say, mm. move through every trauma, move through every fear, is that something that you're actually doing? I have so much to say on this because honestly, the industry, it's so easy to be a coach. It's so easy to get into the industry. There's so little friction, which is so incredible, but it is meant that some people are a bit lazy and not actually taking self-responsibility. They buy a course, they read the Joe Dispenza, they learn from Eckhart um, and all of that, but they're not actually embodying it. They just get the information. That's the information in yeah. their results. It's, yeah, exactly. Or the lack of results yeah, exactly. that they get for their clients. Like, yes, it's so easy that there are so many resources readily available to us now that we don't understand that it's all intellectualized. Real coaching isn't intellectual. Real coaching requires embodiment. If you want to, yeah, as Kelly said, like um, work with someone on their health, they can't intellectually know about health, but then they're fat and overweight and got diabetes. Like you probably don't want to work with them. If you want to work with someone who is fit, like it or like help with your fitness, they can know all of fitness techniques. But again, if they're not good at, if they're not fit themselves, it doesn't make sense. So it's actually by integrating the information into who you are being. And that is the, the differentiator of if everyone knows everything and we don't I don't want to work with someone who's not in the arena mm. I don't want to work with someone who hasn't who gone through the work and the grit and the determination and the devotion to actually do the fucking work because so many of us are like yeah I know have that friend or that auntie or that cousin or that person who's like yeah I'll give you the advice but they're not living it they have all of this advice, but they're not embodying it. It's like, I don't want to listen to you. You want camera. It's a little bit dirty as well, I think. Um, just clean the camera. Okay, we're back. You want to work. We want to work with people who are a walking testimonial of mm. what it is that they preach. Guys, this is the thing. Everyone buys because of a transformation. Forget about testimonials. You are the testimony. Yeah. You are the transformation. If you're so caught up in, I need to get testimonials, it's probably because you're not a good enough testimonial. Exactly. Let that land. Are you the best testimonial of your work? If you're a business coach, you better have a freaking good business. Don't be going out there and these people are trying to be a business coach and they've never had a successful business in their life. Integrity, people. Honesty with yourself because it shows through. A hundred percent. It's just like if you're going to go get um, a facial done, right? And you walk into um, the place and your therapist has acne. That would be like horrible. Would you trust them? And would you be, and even though they've got thousands of positive reviews and everyone's like, oh my God, my skin's been amazing after my treatment. It's like, but why does my therapist who's here giving me advice, telling me what to put on my face, have such poor skin. She's not an yeah. embodiment of what she teaches. She, yes, she has the knowledge and I know she has the knowledge. I know she's helped other people, but something just feels so icky, right? It just doesn't feel right. Yes. Selling is effortless when you are the transformation. You don't need to do so much marketing and you don't need to convince people when you are the transformation. They can see it. They can feel yeah. it. They already want to work with you because they see the way that you lead your life mm -hmm. and the power that you hold. And that's what makes people want to buy from you. And that is integrity, right? Why would someone be skeptical of what you're doing when you show the results within yourself? Why would someone be skeptical that you're good at losing weight and being toned when you have a six pack? Why would someone be skeptical about you as a money manifestation coach when you 
manifest money all of the time or when you are you know spiritual whatever it is that you are doing it's like you don't need to prove you don't need to defend you don't need to explain yourself because you are the living breathing testimonial in yourself this all comes back to am i leading myself in my craft mm -hmm. am i embodying what it is that I say that I am. It's truly that simple. It doesn't matter what level you are in business. You need to practice this self-leadership, not only in your business as well, but this applies in your social life, in your health, in your relationships, in everything, because otherwise there's incongruency and that's when you don't create consistent aligned results mm -hmm. in your reality. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So juicy. Welcome to the new people joining. If you have any, we're just chatting today. Mm -hmm. Welcome to our conversation, our car chat. Welcome. This is literally... If there's any questions and let us know, but uh, we are just like on fire today. We have so much to say. Literally. Oh, so I was going to say something, but I, when you're talking, Katie, I'm just yeah. listening so deeply that I like let my thoughts just come and let them go. Mm. Um, Oh, something I wanted to mention is it's even in the little things. So like if you're a trauma healer, if you're mm -hmm. someone that talks about regulated nervous system, are you healing yourself? <laughs> yeah, but also do you go on your story and go, everyone, you need to join this program. And it's and like you're, you're screaming. And you're coming from an unregulated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? How it can be even though the smallest of things. And for so often the reason why some of us have imposter syndrome or doubt the fear is probably because you're out of integrity in some small, small ways, right? That thing that you've been avoiding that you know you need to heal, go and fucking yes. heal it. And I have something to say on that too of like so many of us are fearful that, oh, well, I'm not perfect. Well, I'm still doing the work. Mm. So therefore I'm, uh, I'm yeah. not an authority. I'm not a leader. For example, when we just say that if you're a trauma therapist, if you're a healer, you better be healing. Like I heal my clients. I have been healing for years. I still go to my kinesiologist every second week to heal. That doesn't mean that I'm not good enough. That doesn't mean that I'm not an authority. That doesn't mean that I'm not embodying it. It actually means that I am because your craft is your medicine for others and yourself. You need to realize that what it is that you are sharing, almost everyone, we are sharing and preaching something because we are actually needing that for ourselves, but at, we're at a higher level. For example, like you know, with what we do or we, where we are healers and coaches, I haven't bypassed my healing journey. I heal others and I heal myself, but I'm just at that level where, um, like I've done the, the lower level stuff, right? If that makes sense. So don't yeah. think that, oh, it's, I need to wait until I get to the point where I don't have to do any more work. Yeah. That's when I, when I'm a coach because no. that place does not exist. No. There is no space that you elevate into where you don't need to do the work, where you've healed all your traumas, where you're perfect, where you have the best mindset in the world. That is an ongoing journey. You're consistently going to be working does on that. Does my phone right? need to be charged, by the way? I'm just looking at no, it. No. Okay, cool. Um, that is what we need to realize. And I think so many of us stay stuck and we decide yeah. I'm going to wait until I um, decide to put myself out there because I need to be more perfect. Leaders aren't perfect. Like no. I said earlier, leaders see their flaws. They work on them. That's the most powerful thing. The most toxic mindset you can ever hold is I'm not fully healed yet. I need to do more work before I can... Yeah. Share, teach, and, it's, and help others. It's also in the vulnerability because what I, and especially now it's coming out with the whole de-influencing and the, um, the 
you know, where people are over the perfection because it's not realistic and it's not painting the whole picture. When we, when leaders are trying to be so perfect and hide their flaws and be, it's really actually inauthentic. And so people think, well, that's unobtainable. Mm. Well, I have to then be perfect. And they feel bad about themselves. Yes. They like think, well, then I need to be so perfect in order to achieve those results. Oh and I'll God. never be perfect. So therefore it's never going to work. So oh, what is your reminders keep coming yeah. up. They keep saying, do you need a break from social media? No, we don't need a break. Yeah. That um, is so true because you know what? I used to, when I first started this, I will, my business, I would look at these other coaches and I'm like, it's like they never have any problems. It's like their life is perfect. They just don't share the things that they're doing. They're doing the trauma work. They're healing. They're going through challenges, but they're not sharing it. Right. And what happens is people can tend to feel really bad about themselves and have this unrealistic expectation um katie and i are always talking about our healing and things that we're transcending but not only that our friends were always talking about oh found this pattern yeah. found this and trauma i share and- it online i share my kinesiology sessions i share what i'm going through literally um you know in january i shared that i had a panic attack i had anxiety i had harmful thoughts right but that's real because Really, it's unrealistic to think that you're going to get to this place where you'll never have anxiety, where you'll never and have that's your a destructive ego. thought. That's your ego. And understanding that and as a leader, yes, you want to embody your craft, but you also want to be authentic. You also want to show people your humanness and your vulnerability. If you cannot be authentic and vulnerable to others, it's going to create this distance and this separation so that people won't actually feel personable and feel like they can relate to you, which is so important of this balance of, yes, I'm, a, I'm an authority. Yes, I'm embodying. But I can show my human aspect. But I can show my humanness and I'm also continue working on myself and I'm showing the true authentic journey that it's it's not that hard that I still have issues that I still have this and I get to have a beautiful fantastic amazing life and that there is no sacrifice or compromise there is Mm. no Mm -hmm. part of me that's I'm not enough right so I think that's what's really important we talk about that in self-leadership the difference between being a leader and perfection we think that being a leader at all times means being perfect all the time means being in alignment all the time no we have this whole conversation around it's actually not what is happening to you but it is a decision and you can be a leader even when you have anxiety you can be a leader even when you're having a hard human moment but knowing actually how to navigate that and actually how to have the mindset in that moment while feeling your feelings and a lot of people don't know how to do that a lot of people when they experience an emotion they get sucked in it's like downward spiral downward spiral i'm not good enough this that or they just pretend they don't have the problem they yeah. just ignore it bypass avoid let's do some meditation and listen to positive affirmations girlfriend you need to release your anger you need to hit a pillow you need to like punch something right so this is the whole thing of how do I also like, I don't see this conversation enough of how do I hold myself in my power when I'm experiencing hard human moments yes. that you can cry and be in your power. Leadership is not about not having problems or avoiding your problems. True leadership is about leading yourself powerfully through the challenges. Mm. Like you think these leaders don't go through shit, don't have low income months, don't have clients who perhaps don't pay or do you know what I mean? Like, Things happen in life that is inevitable. They are not immune to problems, but they know how to navigate. They know them. how to navigate them, and it's also mm. like so many people want to get to this place where it's like I don't have problems. Like I wanted to manifest this perfectly curated life you where don't everything want to be a human goes my way, and it's like actually your problem isn't that you have problems. Your problem is that you don't know how to navigate your problems. Your problem is that you're wishing away all your problems because you think that is what is actually affecting you psychologically (laughs) when it is 
I am not going to try to escape my problems and bypass my problems. I'm going to manifest a life where I do have high level problems and I know how to navigate them. Yeah. So if you're wondering why you can't manifest a life mm. without problems and how to manifest that, it's because you can't manifest that. That literally cannot exist. You can't live a life without problems. It's about actually being the human who's like, actually, no matter what comes to me, no matter what problem arises, I am so powerful that I know how to lead. That mm -hmm. I actually am not afraid of problems. I'm not afraid of challenges. I'm not afraid of these things happening because I am such an integral, honest leader that I know that every single problem that comes my way is actually evolution, yeah. is actually growth, is actually helping me for my great. I invite these um, issues or problems or just really invitations from the universe mm -hmm. because as a high level being, I'm not trying to escape my problems. That's bypassing. I'm actually yeah. being honest with myself and recognizing that problems are always going to be part of reality and part of the equation and part of my journey. Now it's how do I change my perception around problems that arise in my life and in my business. How you can differentiate right now between whether or not you're operating as a victim or as a leader mm. by asking yourself this, when challenges arise, how do I feel towards them? Yes. Am I, do I perceive them as this is an opportunity for me to grow and evolve? Or yes. do I see it as this is happening to me? Why is this happening? Why is the universe against me? I also Victimhood versus leadership. have something to say about that. It's your perception toward the problem. It's also what is your perception toward yourself when you are experiencing the problem? Is it, oh no, it is happening to me? or it is happening for me, that I actually attracted this challenge in my life so that I can grow and evolve. That actually this is what is required of me to um, further my growth. That mm. I am strong enough to deal with this, not, oh my goodness, I'm a victim, this is happening to me, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I don't have enough power. Um, I immediately like am like, no, right? And this can be seen in so many different aspects of your life, not even just in business, but um, an example I was talking about today is like cold plungers, right? Ice bath. So many people, before they even get into the ice bath, which is like a challenge or a problem, some may perceive, but it's, you're, you're, you're choosing that, you either see it from a place of, oh my goodness, I have to do this ice bath, I'm not gonna make it, it's gonna be hard, I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, I have bad pain tolerance. You're already putting yourself down, you're already victimizing yourself versus I do ice baths, and, well, I haven't done ice baths, but like cold plunges, and I'm like, I choose to do this, I'm powerful, this is going to help me grow and evolve and increase my tolerance and increase my patience and increase my mind-body connection because I'm so strong that I'm inviting this challenge that's physical, but also mental, because how you deal with a challenge is really to do with your mindset, right? And so I've seen so many people, they'll not be able to do an ice bath for one minute. It's nothing to do with their pain tolerance, it's to do with their mind tolerance. Mm. Versus I'm able to go in and I can control my breathing, I know I'm in charge, I have a good mind-body connection, I have a good mindset, and so therefore my perception around it changes the challenge of doing a cold plunge into something that is actually revolutionary for my growth. And that's the same in your business. Can you see this as something that is actually evolving you? And can you see it as how can I see that version of myself that almost chose this challenge so that I can further my growth? Because you don't grow when things are comfortable. 
And that's what leadership is all about. And what I see so often is we are so open and willing to take responsibility for the positive results we create, especially in our business. It's like, oh, I made, I, I created, I manifested that 10K month. I manifested that 20K month. But when it comes to something perceived as negative or that income dip, oh, that that was the algorithm. Like, yeah, the algorithm's been so cooked lately. Like, literally. that wasn't me. And it's like, if, if you... I hear that one more time, I'm like... Yeah, don't be a coach if you're just going to blame the algorithm the whole time because you're obviously not in your power. No, and that's the thing. If you Have can, bigger problems. If you can only accept responsibility for your positive results, mm. you are not a leader. Yeah. You are a victim because you, you're, you're actually using... When you avoid accepting responsibility for the perceived negative results in your life, your ego is just avoiding accepting any real responsibility, right? Yeah, and it's like, it's not the algorithm, hun. It's the fact that you're actually bad at marketing, but you won't actually accept that. Yeah, and or you you're literally embodying lack within yourself. Yeah. And when you lack that honesty to see how mm -hmm. you have, in fact, created these situations, you are choosing to be a victim in that moment when you can choose to have power. Yeah. You know, sure, maybe the algorithm plays 10%. But your energy says far more about the kind yeah. of result you are going to create. The moment you choose to blame something that you cannot control, yes. you lose all your power. You are like diluting, power is gone. I have no say in this when your whole entire reality is a reflection of you. Every single thing that happens is actually because you attracted that because that's the feedback that is being reflected back to you based on the frequency that you are operating at. And that can be so sometimes confronting and harsh. We have to open our hearts and be like, actually, when I be radically honest with myself, I recognize that part of me created this. Part of me was available for this. Part of me didn't put up a boundary, didn't say no, and tolerated this. So therefore, this is why I'm in these sticky situations. And now that I recognize this, the awareness is the first stage. But now, how am I going to actually approach this and operate from this and, and change the way in which I see it? Because you can be aware that you created everything. But then awareness isn't responsibility. Responsibility is more than awareness. Responsibility is actually saying, what is my part in this? And how can I shift my energy so that the part that I'm playing is positive rather than playing the role of the victim? You are not actually, like when people talk about victimhood, people think they're the victim of other people's lives. Like they're the victim of someone else or, or that I'm victim of the algorithm. I'm victim of something external. It's, you're not the victim of something external. You're the victim in your own life. You're the victim to yourself. Like, let that land. You are the victim to yourself because you're saying that it's not me that created it, but I have no choice. When in reality, it was always you. Leaders know that they have the power of choice. Always. Mm -hmm. Always. And in, it's not choice in necessarily that I can change my reality because sometimes it's like that thing is just going to happen, but choice in how you perceive it. No, choice in how you navigate it, yeah. choice in how you feel about it, right? Choice in that, is this something bad or is this something, a positive challenge? Mm -hmm. That's what, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's just like the alg the Instagram algorithm actually has changed, mm -hmm. right? We can resist it and say, oh, now business is going to be hard, getting clients is going to be hard. Okay, well, you fully dropped your power there. Accept and acknowledge the algorithm probably has changed on Instagram, right? But how can you shift 
What can you shift within yourself to create the external results that you desire, right? You always have the power to create change, even when there are things going on outside of your control. And true leadership is about owning and recognizing that and actually being able to move through life and transcend real changes that happen in the world, right? If you are not able to move through, because move through change, then you will forever stay stuck and you will never grow because change is inevitable change is 100 levels this as well it's like for me yeah okay change is inevitable and and you can like constantly be waiting and like trying to keep up with the change or you can be the change there's two different things i don't wait for the change in the trends to then change the way i market i don't wait to see what is the next upcoming way of coaching so that i can adjust my coaching no 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 i am the change change is always happening because i am being part of the change before it is even happening. Do you see that that is so different to those people who feel like they can barely keep up in the industry or in their lives because they're like, oh, things are always changing, but it's because they're not ahead. Followers wait until the change has become um, like global before they adopt mm. that change. Leaders create the change even when no one has seen that change. So it's like be the change you want to see versus wait for the change and then adopt the change, adopt the trend. I don't follow trends, I make them, right? And that is like such a grounding, powerful way to lead yourself when you recognize that the change starts with you and you can have a choice to actually not feel like you have to keep up because anytime you feel like you have to keep up, you're following. Anytime you feel like you're ahead of the game and no one's doing what you're doing, you're leading. Mm. So it's like noticing that mindset literally so so powerful that's what leaders do right leaders initiate leaders move first leaders pave the way like they create brand new unheard of things they're innovative like that is what leadership is all about and so if you are not moving because you're waiting for validation like you're You're not a leader yeah you're like (laughs) you're waiting on something and that's and that's victimhood yeah because you're waiting on something outside of you to tell you who you are and give you permission Mm -hmm. to do what you want to do leaders move first just like i love this jk rowling i can't remember the number now but it was over 10 times i think it was 12 times she was rejected for her harry potter book Imagine if she did not believe in her vision until she had the external validation yeah. that her book is good. That it means wouldn't work. she would have given up the very first time someone told her no, right? And so we would be living in a drastically different world if people did not embody true self-leadership because they would have an idea like, let's create a freaking iPhone with apps yeah. and people would and be like, be you're, a, down. you're a psychopath, yeah. that's crazy. And they'd be shut down and then they wouldn't create it, right? And so the whole point of being a leader is, yeah, you may face criticism because you're doing something brand new that's unheard of. You're paving a new path. That's why I always say, like, if you're history in the making, expect to be judged. Because if you're not being judged, you're not being big enough. If you're not being judged, you're not innovative enough. If you're not being judged, you're not a pioneer. People only judge those who are um, operating out of the box. If you're just like standard, yeah, no one's going to judge you. And I don't want to be mediocre. I don't want to be mundane. I don't want to just follow the pack. Because or be relatable. Really, it's been all the same thing. Like I'm kind of like over it. The coaching industry, it's like all the same topics, all the same conversations. Like it's boring. It's fucking boring. Like do something new, do something innovative. I want to hear about something different. And that's who I'm also going to invest in, even as a coach myself from that other perspective. And that's what makes someone so successful because they're not 
just adopting the same old mundane way of doing things, but they're actually thinking bigger and giving themselves permission to be different because that is what is going to actually make them a leader. If you're not different, you're not a leader. Yeah, a lot of people don't see that in themselves. They keep trying to, they say they want to be a leader, but then they're trying to see how, they're trying to find a blueprint for how to lead, which is actually following. Exactly. If you keep looking up your favorite successful coach online, trying to be like them, you are literally following, following and copying them, and that is not leadership. If you're following another leader, trying to be a leader and trying to be like them, you're not a leader. Does that make sense? Leaders, yes, they have their own guides, they have their own mentors, but they don't look up to them as like pedestalizing them and seeing them as the pinnacle of leadership when in reality you can actually go beyond that because if you're looking to someone to sh to show you how to be a leader then you're back into to follow a mentality yeah a hundred percent hello we've got a couple more people joining so if you guys have any questions as always make sure to pop them down below this has been such a fun chat and we really need to mm. do more lives we want more to spontaneous really... conversations yeah I we think. like because the whole reason why we joined our businesses together like a large reason was because we were having these conversations anyway and we were like why don't we bring other people in on these conversations because yes. for us they're regular everyday conversations they're car chats you know but yeah we realize that they're actually very elevated and they can you contain know. so much value. Exactly. And that's another tip that I have for all my um, entrepreneurs or content creators is don't try to generate content from nothing. Don't create content, just document. If you are a living, breathing testimonial, then everything in your life is actually content. Mm. Everything mm -hmm. you're in your life is marketing. And so mm -hmm. record those conversations conversations it's like get your friends on the podcast where you have those high level chats that you already would be having it's like post on your stories the behind the scenes that's already happening and that easily um, will align if you are an embodiment of your work so that's something that I do in my business where people are like how do you create so much so much awesome content I'm just documenting the way I already live and because I am embodied in my truth and in my work it comes across so effortlessly because the energy translates in the integrity and in the congruency of my actual message and my message is not something external to me my message is me my message is my truth right and your message should be your truth and if that is aligned then your life is the message mm. I feel like we'll end on that note yes just one thing before we finish up is we try to curate our Instagram page and so it takes us so long to get the information out there when the other day I was like having this conversation with my partner and I was telling him how I was gonna wanting to post and share something and he was like well what are you trying to say and then so I said it to him and I was like hold on why is it hard mm. it's not even hard like I'm going to post the words that I use when I explain it to a friend, to a partner, to your family member. Yes. Like, stop overcomplicating. I literally have had so many clients who are like, Katie, I'm trying to communicate this and they'll communicate it to me and I'm trying to put it into content. How would I do that? And I'm like, um, just like look back at the recording to what you said because that was exactly it. Literally. So. You don't need to change it and curate on your Instagram. Share what you actually share. Speak how you actually speak. When we are on this live, you can tell that this is authentically us. Like this is how we talk. Imagine if we were on here trying to be and speak in a way that we are not. It, it, it feels so weird. It's out of integrity. And so authenticity is going to 
take you really, really far in the online space because that uniqueness that you bring to social media um, is what attracts people, honestly. It's so powerful. Yes. So if you love this conversation, you want to learn more about leadership and embodiment and integrity and self-honesty, then definitely check out our self-leadership masterclass. It is only $111. I think it was an hour and a half of such potent, juicy... Um, messages and as I said it's not just a concept it's not just intellectualizing but we teach you how to embody that how to integrate that and how to do the homework and the activity of doing the audit and noticing where you have those energy leaks and closing those open loops so that your energy actually comes back into yourself and how so many things behind the scenes of your business is impacting your business but you're not actually noticing that or you're bypassing it or ignoring mm. it and you actually have to look at it right directly in the face and confront it before um, the energy is going to come back in a powerful potent way so definitely check that out dm us if you want to and if you want to also get access to just all the things then check out the um, conscious queens collective the self-leadership masterclass is inside of that and that is where you get access to every single masterclass that we've ever hosted as well as three live calls per month for 12 months and this is for the high level leader who's so deeply committed to their growth and to their evolution um so yes, you can join us in that. If you have any other questions or you want to work with us further in private coaching or a one-on-one -on -one session or anything like that, then just reach out. It was so lovely chatting with you all today and we'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Bye, everyone.